la 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 la. Welcome to the e-commerce marketing society podcast, a podcast for women who want to grow their online store or e-commerce brand by improving their marketing. I'm your host, Lisa Byrne, an e-commerce marketing coach for women with 20 years of marketing experience under my belt. I help women increase sales and decrease stress by helping them focus on the right things instead of doing all the things. As well as hearing from me, I gather my favorite women in e-commerce to share their stories of growth and expertise because we all know it takes a village to grow a successful business. Welcome to the society. Let's get focused and have some fun. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 52. Today on the podcast, we're joined by Tate, the founder of Pup Style, an online store selling stylish and ridiculously cute dog accessories. Tate has built a very successful e-commerce business over the past five years and has recently been able to bring her husband into the business too so they can continue to dominate their place in that big market of pets and accessories. Now, Tate joined Ecom Grow Strong, my 12-week program, in July last year. And when I saw her intake form come in and I was reading through, you know, what her monthly sales were, what her traffic was, and looking at her Instagram and her website, I was excited because Tate was the type of business owner that was already pretty well established. On paper, it looked like she was doing fantastically and she was doing fantastically and, you know, great sales, great social media footprint. So I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be fun. I was rubbing my hands together because I would say about 70% of the women who come through Ecom Grow Strong are probably in the first, you know, zero to two years of business. They're in that really, you know, establishing the foundations, the growing, the implementing, the testing, the trying. They're still trying to find their feet and grow their sales, you know, to hit that 10K month. Whereas the other 30% of the businesses are like uh, Tate, so like Pup Style, who are already doing really well. You know, they're well past that 10K a month figure, but they know they can go even further with the right focus, support and tweaks to their marketing, to their website, to their message, to their mindset. So it's a whole bunch of things that takes you to that next income growth, that from 20K months to 50K months to 50K months to 100K months. And so Tate is going to talk us through just what those tweaks were that she was able to make during the course and since taking the course, which has seen her sales and conversion rate soar by a lot. So even though she thought she was doing everything really well, and she was, there was still so much room for growth. And from our chat today, it's interesting to hear how She has maintained that level of uh, insight and focus and, you know, keeping marketing and her customers top of mind, even well after the course has finished. She's really changed her mindset and that's super, super exciting for me. Ecom Grow Strong is opening its doors to early birds next week. So if you don't have your name on that wait list, go to my website, pop it on, because if you are on that wait list and you get my emails next week, you will save $200 off the standard price of this transformational 12-week course. And I stand by this course 1000% knowing that it includes the breadth and the depth of practical information and plans that you can implement straight away. And it's what you need to be growing and marketing your online store business. 
it's not just marketing that's going to help you grow it's direction which way do I go am I being clear what can I do differently how can I mix things up it's mindset it's support personal support and it's community and that's all included in Ecom Grow Strong for 12 weeks you and I we're going to up level your business so if you're on the early bird wait list you're going to get some emails from me next week and if you're not get yourself on there and let's listen to Tate and her story. Hey, Tate, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, pleasure. Uh, We were just talking about how we're popping your podcast cherry here today. Hopefully I make it. It's officially my first podcast, so be be nice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. I love people's first podcast because it really is just a chat. And before we hit record, I I was just saying to Tate that, you know, the listeners, they love hearing real stories from women, how they got here, what your journey was. So that's what we're going to chat today about. And um, yeah, I can't wait to dive in. So why don't you start with a little introduction? Who are you? What do you sell? And Yes, sure. So I'm Tate. I um, My business is Pup Style. So I started that, we just had our fifth birthday. So I started that with my husband five years ago. It, um, the basis of Pup Style is we sell good looking dog accessories to humans and pets, basically. So, um, when I say good looking, I mean not the same thing that you would find when you walk in a pet store. And that's exactly why Pup Style started for us, um, uh, because we got our first dog together, my husband and I, when we we're in our first house together, and, um, went out to the pet store to buy all of the things that someone tells you that you need for your dog and we didn't like the look of any of it and I think that's quite a common thing with our you know that low low to high 20 age group when you're first branching out and doing all of your own things outside of your family home you want everything to look the way that you want you feel like your life is lived you know you want your house to look really nice like all those Instagram photos that you see and you want all of your accessories to kind of match in with that. So, yeah, we we had the need ourselves for something that wasn't we couldn't find that wasn't in the pet stores and that's when we just thought, well, we can't find it anywhere. And five years ago there were no online pet stores like us um, now. So, yeah, we just thought let's take the plunge what can go wrong? You know, we'll just spend our life savings and see what happens. (laughs) I know. It's so funny how um, so many of the women I chat to, they're like, okay, I went to buy this. Everything that was available was either crappy or ugly. So I decided to make something beautiful and functional. And and it must be something in like that you're born with this entrepreneurial spirit because not many people when they can't find something decide to start a business to make it themselves yes yeah so had you like done anything similar to this like what what were you before pup style store um I think you're right I have always been entrepreneurial I um my mum tells me stories when I was four years old I would go and pick flowers from the neighbor's gardens and then walk up to their door and sell them to them for 50 cents so yeah uh and that would then pay for the lollies that I'd get at the milk bar so mum thinks I've always been that type of person and this is not our first business together we actually had another business before this but it is our first 
product e-com type business that we've Mm. ever done our first one was in events and experiential marketing so totally different industry totally different customers clients everything but I guess yeah the entrepreneurial bit always does come back into play so yeah my brain must always be ticking I think yes for sure it's like um I think it's a mixture of being creative and completely driven because you know I guess like you say now it's a different story there's probably more brands on the market but five years ago were you one of the first like what how did you start getting traction right at the beginning uh yeah we were one of the first there was only um aside from the brands that you do find in the pet stores that were already big um there was only two other brands at the time that were like us I guess which was an online only um brand that was a little bit different to what you do find in the pet stores even then though the other two that were already in the market when we started were not the same look Mm. and style that we were going for so we were literally the first brand to do this more mature prints that you know our accessories for dogs match the same kind of styles that humans wear themselves um and there was no one else doing that so we started on instagram and just started posting our image and our colors and anything to kind of get across the style which nobody had ever seen before in pet accessories so that's that's the way that we got traction which i think would be really really difficult now um as a brand trying to do that just on instagram Mm. um yeah because we didn't even start with the facebook we our facebook page came later um we only just started doing actual social ads in the last 12 months so it was all organic social media really which was yeah uh it worked well five years ago but yeah i feel sorry for the people that would be starting a business now and trying to do it that way now I I wouldn't recommend it that way (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's a whole different kettle of fish and I think that's whole even in the past 12 months if what worked 12 months ago is probably not working anymore so it's kind of having to constantly evolve your marketing and your business strategy so you started out with organic Instagram um and then what what did you do to grow like Um, yeah, so we started with our organic Instagram and it was really just that plus word of mouth. So we had one product, um, that we launched with that was just in three different colors and it was our harness. Mm -hmm. And that was aside from what I keep talking about, the look of our products are very different. Our functions for most of our products are also solving a lot of issues that, pet parents are having with accessories that they're getting in pet stores as well so we came out with a bang with really a a harness that had a totally different function than any others that you could find plus the look was something people wanted in our age group so we're kind of ticking a few boxes that people had been looking for and that is what helped the word of mouth just spread so you know anytime that there, someone posted in a Facebook page for, you know, a Cavoodle Facebook page or something saying, what harness does this? Has anyone found one yet? And someone somewhere would have found ours and that it just spread. Um, so 
thankfully our customers were starting to rave about us from quite early on um and then I just started teaching myself and doing courses and like yours um and whatever I could find to go all right well what's next and then I think next came our email marketing which I started off very basic and then started learning better ways of doing it and making that better and better as we went along and then that started generating revenue and we kind of went from there amazing and so do you and your hubby both work full-time in the business now or is it just you or now we do as of this year so um it was a gradual progression from me we were both sorry we were both early on just doing it after work where we're both still working full-time then I went down to part-time after about a year and a bit um and then I eventually went full-time a couple of years ago as of this year start of 2022 uh hubby Adam has now joined the business full-time as well so he does do um he is a PT outside of it as well so he does that just to keep his brain moving because he needs to he needs a job where he's moving. Yeah. Um, so that supplements that. But, yeah, I am very creative. So I'm happy to be sitting down all day and designing new things and making new products and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And, awesome. and we're still married. So that's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> hey, that's an achievement in itself. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Was it always a goal that you guys would both work in the business or did it kind of happen naturally? Um, it was an aim. Yes. It what we weren't sure if it would ever happen, but, um, we were aiming to get to a point where we could both be in it together. Um, and we had a role set aside for him for quite a while, which was our wholesale side of things. So I've taken charge of our direct, um, B2C customers and I was a bit neglectful of our wholesale customers. We did have stockists and things like that but I wasn't really nurturing them the same way that I was nurturing our actual customers um so we always knew that once we hit that mark of having enough wholesale customers and enough revenue I guess coming in from the business that we would have that spot for him and that's exactly what he's done and it's um proving to pay off so far this year which is really good fantastic yeah because it's essentially doubling your revenue streams and if you can yes. both kind of conquer and divide and you can probably stay out of each other's way a little bit as well. <laughs> yeah, and I think that was the goal as well is that um, part of his role will be that he does need to get out in the car and drive off to stockists and things so we're not always on each other's toes, which is uh, was a good plan. I think it's working well. Yeah, and I think it's, I mean, I think that's a real um, masterstroke having both of you in the business because it's literally doubling your ability to grow because so many women, you know, as you know, um, they're doing everything themselves. Uh, they're stuck in this kind of bubble of trying to juggle everything um, and not knowing who to hire and who to trust. But if you can bring your partner in and they're, you know, half decent at doing what they should be doing, then, yeah, you're really kind of growing your chances of thriving, not just surviving. And did you find that that was something that you were struggling with, um, you know, as you grew, like what to focus on and and which what thing came next? Absolutely, yes. And exactly as you said, I was wearing all the hats and 
struggling to figure out which hat to take off first and pass along to somebody else. Um, and also even in that, when I did figure out what to, you know, pass on to someone, I wasn't sure how where I was going to find the time to then train that person to tell them exactly how to do that part of the business, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it did work really well that I brought Adam on board because he, he hears it all anyway and he knows exactly where we're at. I come home after work and go, this has happened today or I struggled with this today or whatever. So he was already halfway there and it's just been the little things that we've had to kind of work together and do as he went along so that has helped a lot and then he has since he's been here he has helped to go okay you're struggling with this let's find someone to do this or something like that so yeah we've got another employee here that um, works with us and just recently we realized we desperately needed to be on TikTok so we've instead of hiring or outsourcing someone new for that we've trained her up and added an extra day to her um how much she works with us and one of those days is pretty much now set aside for her to do tiktok and research and filming videos and stuff so how good is that yeah yeah it's working well so far oh great and so what's part of uh, you've mentioned that you've recently added tiktok um, how does that sit in with your, let's say, Instagram strategy? Because that one was probably like, you know, your the one that you started out with, the one that you grew with. How do they work together now? We're still figuring that out. <laughs> um, they do work together, but I've noticed that we are getting instantly on our um, website, we're getting a lot of people coming from TikTok Um, And it's starting to get to the point where the Instagram and TikTok are becoming even, um, which is, yeah, um, which is really good. And I noticed recently as well, so Instagram was always our biggest driver of traffic. Um, It then earlier this year got taken over by Google search, um, which is the first time that that's happened for us. And then I'm noticing now TikTok is slowly climbing the ranks as well. So I've noticed, and I'm sure a lot of other businesses have noticed, our Instagram engagement is just dropping incredibly. So um, I'm probably a bit late to the TikTok party, but if I can reach those customers that have dropped off Instagram over on another platform, then we're not losing them. We're just transferring them, which is good enough you know yeah and the fact that you've got organic search supplementing everything while you experiment is amazing so did you do some seo work to your website um recently or uh yes and no um i once upon a time in a past life used to work with a digital marketing agency and um I did study marketing at uni, but when I went to uni, there was no SEO part of that course at all. So uh, I learnt on the fly in a job years ago and the little basic bits and pieces that I learnt I've done to my own website, it is still on my to-do list to go further into that. I don't think I've added, you know, there's a whole heap of things I haven't done to my images, everything on our website that could be a lot better. Mm. and that, yeah, that is a real, that's really up high on my to-do list because I am seeing that we are getting search customers 
arriving to our website. Mm. So I can imagine what that would be when I find the time to kind of put more into that. Uh, but again, small business owner, you know, you could pay someone a few hundred dollars to do that or you could just find the time to do it yourself. And I yeah. feel like I'm still in that point where I'll just do it myself for the time being until it gets to a point where it's bringing in enough people that it warrants that extra spend yeah. for us anyway. And you've clearly done a lot of work. If these things are working for you, your Instagram, your search, now your TikTok and your email, you've clearly done a lot of work on those core foundational pieces of your business. Um, and we, I, I know we covered a lot of that in Ecom Grow Strong because you're a graduate from last July, was it? July 2021. Yes, yeah. it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Middle of lockdown in Melbourne, um, or lockdown number, however many we were that we yes. were up to by then, and yeah, I spent my time just bettering myself where I could, and I in, loved joining Ecom Grow Strong, and um, yeah, it. I still use some of the things that I learnt on a weekly basis, you know, and in some of the frameworks that you gave us, and the templates that you gave us, I they are literally what helps me to run my business day to day at the that. moment. So yeah, I was in a, I think as we all were, we were in a bit of a lockdown rut, just mentally. Um, our sales were still really good, but I just wasn't feeling it. And I think that was just the world around me getting on top of me really, which I know I was not the only one that felt that, but I needed that extra oomph from somewhere else. And yeah, you did that for us. So I think you helped pick us back up or pick me back up and keep going and knowing that I was doing a good thing and why I was doing it. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, I was excited to have you in the group because I think you're probably on the the um, the higher end of the scale in terms of like your monthly revenue and your social media uh footprint and your brand awareness and what you were already doing in the business you were you had done a lot of the the stuff um already and you were doing really well but still when you came into the course we you know quickly identified there was areas that we could improve and tweak and change and add to take you even to that next level yeah absolutely and that's why I really loved it because um I feel like I obviously would have got a lot out of your course had I joined at a um more like a you, when we were younger start, yeah. yeah an earlier stage yeah I would have got a lot but I feel like I actually got more from your course having thought that I'd done all of these things already but then finding out oh there's actually a better way of doing that or this is not communicating how I thought it was to customers and yeah it was it was almost easier to be able to implement these changes because they were half there and then i could see the reason that they needed editing and was able to work through that with your course. So, yeah, I actually think I am really glad I didn't do your course earlier and did it when I did because I had the foundations and just need to need, I was able to understand the reasons why I could edit those bits and pieces or why I was doing them slightly wrong and they needed a bit of help kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And from memory, we you did a lot of work on your website and your email marketing. Is that right? Yes, um, and the um, I got a lot of benefit out of the goal setting yes. plan, planning module as well. Yeah, um, yeah but my website um, is one of the things that I 
I, I don't know what it is that you did in that module, but I now have an eye for websites and I yes. just can pick <laughs> up on things. Yeah. And even now I'm able to look at it as a customer every day and go, hang on, someone might get confused about this. I'm going to reword this. Or even yesterday, I just got my web developer to work on a couple of things that just easier explained our ranges to people right there and then without having them to make them go to another page to read about it. And that's all things that, you know, you might've just said at some point in that module going, you want to make it as easy as possible Mm -hmm. for people to find the answer. And that's now how I think. So you've, you've changed the way that I figure it all out, I think, and look at it. So I'm constantly making edits to my website now, which is all things that you've put in place, I guess. Oh, that's so good. You're looking at everything from a marketing or a marketer and customer's point of view rather than the business owner's point of view. And that's a a small but really significant shift. Yes. Yeah. And I noticed, yeah, you Sorry. Yes, I was going to say it's made a huge difference as well. I can, our conversion rate's so much higher. Um, And then again, I'm using all those goal tracking and planning templates that you gave us to see that as well. I'm not just going, oh, we've made a few sales this week. That's great. It's I'm actually seeing the numbers because I'm using those templates that you provided. So it's all, as a whole, it's all working really well. (laughs) Yay, we love that. And it's so good that you're still using everything that was inside the course. And um, I know you mentioned that you'd you have since become more um, customer-focused as well, like with everything that you do from your, you know, your products through to your email marketing. Yeah, I yeah, I really have been able to um, switch my mind into that customer focus rather than, um, as you said, the business owner going, I've got a new range, I love the new range, so everyone else will as well. It's more so thinking well, what do people want to know about the new range and what words, you know, what describing words would Lisa have suggested yes. to, you know, <laughs> put this across as a, an emotion or a feeling that they are going to get from our new range. And those are things that I wasn't thinking of previously. So even when we do our email marketing and and I think you're probably still subscribed to our emails, yeah. but they've I've been able to convey emotion now and, um my emails formats are so different than what they used to be. They're not so salesy. I'm making sure that I'm doing a real relationship connection with our customers. And yeah, it's all, I'm very customer focused now, which again is why it's really good that my husband's here to do that whole other side of things with wholesale. Cause that's a totally different mindset that you need to do with them. But I've got a lot out of that whole customer side of things. So great. And like, you know, now more than ever, where Facebook ads aren't working as as easily as they were, and Instagram engagement is dropping, it's so important to be customer focused to nurture and treat them, you know, uh, you know, with, with respect and, and adding value and, and knowing what they want to hear from is so important. So that's amazing. And it's obviously why you're doing so well. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we um we sent an email out last week. We've had a few delays with the um, new launch that we were planning. Everyone, we announced it on Instagram. Everyone has been asking about it. And then um, I got my products and I didn't love the colour of a couple of things, how they've printed. And instead of... Um, 
I tossed up on what to do about it, whether to just launch because people are wanting it or whether to go down that human route and say, actually, I'm not happy with our products and you're going to have to wait a bit longer. And that's what I did. And I sent an email out and it was almost like a personal letter to our mm-hmm. customers saying, I'm really sorry for the delay. I am a perfectionist and I don't like the color and how it's printed. And because I want it to be perfect for you when you spend your hard-earned money, I would much rather you wait for it and get the best thing once it's available. So um, the funny thing is we got the most engagement out of that email than we've ever had because, again, it was that personal connection. I was talking to customers not like I'm a business but I'm a person and they really yeah they really appreciated that so it's yes um, yeah it's it's interesting when you actually see the results of being very personable and how that results in engagement and hopefully eventually sales for that particular product once we do launch it as well and it'll all it all comes around in a circle and reflects on what you've been doing Absolutely. And now you, you, you've seen the power of, you know, a simple personal letter style email, you can start weaving that into your email campaigns as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'll be using that one again. Yes. Transparency goes a long way. Like really, if you can talk to talk to your audience like there's one human rather than, you know, a faceless mass of people, um, that, that energy and that connection really comes across. So, yeah, that's cool, cool to know. Yeah. So what would, you, what would your advice be to someone who is maybe struggling a little bit with traffic or engagement or sales and they're tossing up whether or not to, to do something like e-com grow strong? What would you say to them? First off, I would say don't even question it. Just do it. Um, it's... Yeah, it it gives you such a, I was going to use the word broad, but I don't think that's the right word. But I guess it really is broad, but deep, a real, Mm. you know, a broad and deep understanding of every possible thing that you could do to help bring in either sales or engagement, which, you know, if, if any of the modules help you get more engagement, then there's another module further down the track, which then helps to convert those engaged customers into paying customers and that's what I really loved about Ecom Grow Strong is that it wasn't just covering the top little bits and saying you could do this or you could do this it was really deep diving into every possible thing and yes there was a lot of you know homework I guess Mm -hmm. to do (laughs) but that was the best part about it is that you were actually making a difference in our businesses and you we could literally track that progress and see how much of a difference that was so I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't hesitate to recommend it I would tell someone straight away just don't even think about it if you're a little bit stuck in anything obviously all this whole yeah the whole course could help and specifically for me I think and I told you this at the time as you said I was a little bit more advanced than some of those other Mm. businesses in there. And I looked ahead at the modules thinking, oh, email marketing, I've done that. You know, I've got all my emails set up. They're all on flows. They're all automatically sending and I'm getting really good revenue. And I was, I was getting about 32% revenue from Clavio. Amazing. Uh, 
after your course, which I thought I would be skimming over that module, I'm now on about 46% revenue from Clayvio and it stayed that way. Yeah. Oh my God. That's insane. That is so good. So it's amazing how, you know, I already thought, oh, I won't need to spend as much time on that one. And the few little changes that I made here and there have made a huge impact. So I've got, I've got a, I think I've got 15,000 subscribers just sitting there pretty much waiting for an email now that, you know, they love hearing from us and whatever I'm sending them, they think is really great content. So, yes. Yeah. How good is that? When you do the hard work, it pays off over time. And that's the type of marketing that you want to be focusing on rather than, you know, spending hours on Instagram and your weekends on Instagram, that is such a slow burn. Spend yep. that time on the right marketing with the right plan. Yeah, absolutely. And even Instagram, even though I feel like it's a bit dead at the moment, uh, the modules that you covered, even back then, and it was July, uh, almost a year ago now, mm. it's still relevant because those the, the, what you were essentially saying in in the Instagram and the social models modules is that people need to focus on video and people watch video and that is exactly what has happened with Instagram mm-hmm. and I almost hear your voice in my head every now and then when I'm going oh I'm too tired to figure out what to post for Instagram this week I'll just do a couple of screenshots of customers in their stuff and then I go no I could turn that into a video and just do all these photos and make them a video and show someone unboxing their order. And it's super, it takes me only five minutes to put that together. But in Instagram's algorithm, it is video. And that's, yeah, yeah, I I hear your voice in the back of my head (laughs) saying video will work, video will work. So that's what I go to. Yeah, you're not the first person to say that they hear my voice when they go to post something (laughs) and they should step away or do something a little bit different. But, I mean, that's the thing. It doesn't have to be overly complicated. It doesn't have to be award-winning content. Um, It just has to be what you can do um, but the right thing. And I think, yeah, simplifying everything but doing the right thing is going to, you know, obviously get you a much higher return on anything that you're doing with your marketing. Yep. Absolutely. And I think as well, um, I found because I got a lot out of the the goal setting and planning module, even um, when I make tweaks to the website or, you know, do something different on Instagram or Facebook, whatever it is, or start on TikTok, I can see, oh, I feel confident with our tracking now that if I've made a mistake, I'll see it, you know, within a within my tracking within that month, I'll see if I've made a mistake somewhere or all that post that I thought was going to do really well didn't actually, you know, blow all the others out of the water because these were my best ones that month. So I don't feel as scared now either making changes because I know I'll be able to see the results of that change by the end of the month when I do my tracking and planning on, on your templates, then it all shows it shows up and it's easy to understand. So it's um, not as scary do, doing things like that during the month. Yeah, that's great. You can make changes with confidence and, you know, yep. you can always go back and tweak and change. That's what it, it all is really, testing, trialing, improving, doing more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, well, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today and catching up after, yeah, almost a year since yeah, Ecom yeah. Grow Strong. Gosh, that's madness. And if anyone has a little fur baby and they need to deck them out with stylish gear, where can they find you? They can find us at pubstylestore.com.au and or on Instagram at pubstylestore, which is the same on all of our socials. So head there and just... Don't spend too long oogling at all the other cute puppies that we've got on there. <laughs> yes, just, uh, yeah, support support a female-founded Australian brand when when there is so many choices and we recently got a puppy um, and I, I was thinking of you when I was in the pet shop looking at all the brands going, these are so boring and so bleh. we still bought some stuff because we had to like leave with something yeah. but I was thinking <laughs> of you um and just loving that you were out there doing it you know female founded Australian brand disrupting the market and bringing stylish stuff um and I still get a kick when I do see puppies and whatever down the down the street with your logo I'm like in oh, pup style yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that person yeah yes yeah. I'm so glad there's other people out there like that because when it's me I feel like people think I'm about to steal their dog or something oh speaking of dogs speaking of dogs <laughs> that's uh the local the local bike is riding along and one of our dogs does not like bikes. So <laughs> Yeah, well, I, d- I don't blame him. They're kind of annoying, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the E-Commerce Marketing Society podcast. If you want to keep getting juicy marketing goodness into your ears each week, hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to please leave a five-star review on iTunes so I can keep sharing all this good stuff with you. Until next time, keep taking those big or baby steps. I'm cheering you on every part of the way. Love, love, love.